1: And no stress would be best Yeah, politics or just for the best In which case I'll replace baby girl with the next child I never gave up on you, you never gave up on me But time for a trick to do no favors to wear Look time we're try that blind our eyes But they never catch us because we're traumatised So our demise is not finalised
2: Because the sign is now, I feel that time is right radio let's rip into Friday Great to have your company, no Sammy Hewitt today For... And for a wee treat, Captain K has made a return. And he's punching the air. Got a little bit of a sleep in. Um, so he and I will be guiding us through the next three hours. Um, guest-wise, we've got Salika Winayada bringing up her 100th game for the Manawatu Cyclones against the Targo this weekend. Uh, you know, she's played for the Blackferns, Blackfern 7s. She's refereed at the Commonwealth Games and the Olympics. She's a police officer and she's bringing up two boys. The complete human. So very much looking forward to talking to her and recognising her wonderful career uh, just after one. She uh, had her last game of club rugby a few weeks ago uh, for same as my club, Kia Toa. Uh, 14 times they've won the club rugby competition with her in the team. And they won the final 27-20, I think it was, so uh, looking forward to catching up with one of the greats of New Zealand rugby. Uh, Lisa Alexander, former Australian Diamonds head coach. Uh, we will reflect on the World Cup and this massive financial hole that Australian Netball and the Suncorp Super League, I think they're called. It's the Australian equivalent of our ANZ Premiership. So I'm going to talk to her about that. I am going to ask her, is it time that we play club Trans-Tasman again. I really, really want that. I think it found us out. I also think it might ease the financial strain on um, Australian netball. I don't know. You'd need a decent sponsor to jump in behind it. So Lisa Alexander before the one thirty news. Paul Wilcox, chief executive of Auckland Racing. Of course, Ellerslie's been closed for a full refurbishment for quite some time now. And I drive past it every now and then when Google Maps says the quickest way isn't the motorway. You're better to go out the back of Rimuera. And it always takes me past the Ellerslie Racecourse and I get an aerial view of it and it looks magnificent. So let's get an update from Paul Wilcox on, well, it's the centre of uh, New Zealand thoroughbred racing once it's up and running. Jeremy Paul show, 2 o'clock as per usual, although he hasn't confirmed with me yet by text. But uh, he might be sleeping in. Um... That'll be 2 o'clock. Certainly quiz him on the Eddie Jones situation. And Jimmy Smith, we will go across the ditch with him as well uh, and sprinkle through the show. We'll also have a look back in the day and we will have Captain Kay's version of what's making news. But it's the coaching I want you to give us a yell about uh, today. We're going to open the lines and fill us with your anything to do with coaches. great appointments, uh, shocking dismissals, controversial coaches, um, some of the interviews. And, and if you can give us a bit, of, ring up and tell us about you know a coaching interview you remember that was just so entertaining. And of course, this is on the back of Eddie Jones and Captain K is a whiz on grabbing audio and we'll go and find it and we'll play it out. So if there's any that you remember and um, you can share with us, it would be brilliant. Um, great appointments, sad dismissals, anything to do around coaching, inspiring coaches, ones that you really connected with. I was watching, I was looking up something on YouTube the other day and it gives you recommended ones to watch and it said top 10 coaches' speeches of all time. And I thought that will be interesting and it was basically British and Irish Lions, their top 10. It was stirring stuff and like some very, very, very old stuff. You know, Willie John McBride, Ian McGeeken. Delivered a, a coaching speech once and was in tears at the end of it. And he wasn't the coach, he'd been brought in to give them a, an inspirational speech. And he talked about what the Lions meant to him. And he ended up in tears and in this embracing hug with the coach. And the team all filed out. And he was standing there just sobbing with how much the Lions meant to him. Uh, Willie John McBride used in the same thing. There was one, that, uh, a Warren Gatlin speech to the Lions. I never knew Warren Gatlin was equipped to give such a heart-rendering British Irish Alliance speech. Um, I love it. So coaches that have inspired or expired, ones that didn't inspire you. Uh, Let's go first of all to the great man of Christchurch, Mikey. G'day, Mikey.
3: Uh, uh, Stefano.
2: Oh, this I see, is, I, I see. I see what side your toes sputtered on. <laughs>
3: Jeff, absolutely, definitely not. Probably like you, I was supporting Australia, found myself in a very weird position there, and then now I find myself in an equally uncomfortable position that I'll be supporting the English. Uh, if anything, to shut them up, about 1966. Yeah. If you've encountered any football fan from uh, uh, England, you'll know that they bang on about that for... Time at infantum. Anywho, um, but you'll be supporting the Spanish,
2: won't you? I, I actually don't know. Um, I think it's going to be a match. I'm just going to tune in and watch, and I'll ebb and flow with the, the classic Kiwi. Whoever's behind, I'll cheer for them. Then it's a draw. Then I'll just be on the fence. Someone else will get behind. I'll go for whoever's behind. <laughs> but well, it'll, that, be, it'll be that amazing. Leads,
3: uh, yeah, well, that leads nicely into the coaching. I, I was living in the UK in the in the early two thousands, and um, when it was the World Cup between Australia and England, uh, I was it was a very weird watch because I was kind of oscillating between supporting Australia uh, and then supporting England because I, you know, obviously living there, you kind of want to support the country you kind of that, that you're working in. Well, that's what I was thinking anyway. Um, but a very strange and uh, Coach, um, who caused a bit of controversy while I was over there, was Clive Woodward.
2: Yes, Do you remember
3: him. Yes. Now he he completely transformed uh, England as a as a as a world force because um, they always flattered to deceive, and, and I would argue that for the last two years, the two years leading up to the World Cup, they were the best team in the world. I mean, people will, will probably want to forget that They came to our own backyard over here and beat us, mm. and I think that there was something like a was it a six man scrum? To, to to our eight man scrum and and we couldn't we couldn't get a penalty um, he he basically asked for and got what he wanted um, very polarising um, but I think after that World Cup win he went right up his own Picard and uh, <laughs> if you remember the, the Lions tour in 2005 and I think it was the biggest touring party I think there were more people uh, helping him than there were players and that was a massive squad as well uh, including Tony Blair's spin doctor
2: I know, Um, that's what I remember remember with Clive Woodward and his official title was spin doctor
3: well he had the spin doctor so uh, Tony Blair's spin doctor came with um, Clive Woodward Yeah. Um, and after that tackle, that guy I forget his name now, someone will remember it um, (laughs) was in front of the media and they had like uh, PowerPoint presentations about the whole thing and yeah, very um and then he didn't last long too much after that, um after that. But uh he he did transform it, he did go well, but probably like Eddie Jones gets in there and uh makes a bit of an impression and then in the last half of the of your career um, doesn't do so well. I tell you what, um that Eddie Jones thing cracked me up, but um imagine he has not had anything like the scrutiny that Ian Foster had. So if he goes to Ian Foster <laughs> <laughs> for not going off down
2: an Eddie Jones-type rant, eh? You couldn't get more to polar opposite people with how they deal with media. Yeah, mm. yeah.
1: Anyway, that'll start you off. Good Thanks, stuff, mate. Mm.
2: We're going to play the Eddie Jones one so you can have another giggle.
1: you just got to play each game as it comes. I can't believe the level of negativity here, boys. OK, what like, about the Matildas? Hey?
4: Fantastic. He's
1: a positive. Now, I know what's wrong with Australian rugby. Like, And part of you blokes are the problem because you're so bloody negative about everything. Negative. So negative about everything. Okay, so we're going off to the World Cup, you think we can't win. You think the selection process is bad because the players complain. So I'm, I apologise for that. So we'll go out there and do our best, boys. So if you haven't got any positive to say, don't ask, please. But I know you blokes think we can't do any good, so, so don't ask any questions, boys. Just be, be the pessimist you are. Keep Australian rugby where it's been. Keep it where it's been. Complain about players that, that don't get selected. Keep doing about that because it's fantastic because we love it. Really? Cool no, language. let him keep going, mate. I love this. I love this negativity. It's fantastic. I love it. love it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going.
0: What was the real, what did you see? the difference? Oh,
1: nothing, mate. We're terrible. You know we're terrible. Just tell us we're terrible and we'll prove you wrong by the end of the rugby championship he made 20 tackles carried over the top of the all-black forwards and that's that's the progression this team's going to make but obviously you blokes don't think that
0: no, i can feel
1: this negativity coming out i can't i've got to wash myself off boys <laughs> gotta wash myself off because it's just sticking sticking to me terrible mate. terrible like like everything else terrible thanks to the worst press conference i've ever had in world rugby Worst press conference, well done, boys. Can we finish that it? is the worst I've ever seen. Can we have one? Worst one? I've ever seen. The
2: the idea behind the. I guess they are Cobras and the. the out- oh, you guess, the- they're 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 guess they're Cobras.
1: They're Australian, mate.
2: Yeah, well,
4: I didn't want to assume without knowing yeah.
1: Right? Uh, uh, forget it, boys. All right, good luck. You're to give yourselves so
2: up cuts, boys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> they weren't even being negative, he just said you being negative. <laughs> Oh, it's entertaining. That's what it is. Uh, let's go to Paul from Northland. G'day, Paul. Have I got you there, Paul? Uh, I reckon... Oh, yeah, I've got you now. Yeah, you there, mate? Yep.
5: Yeah. Hey, I reckon uh, Eddie Jones' contract, they, they, they had a clause in there to say, I don't care what you do, but just keep us on the front page and in the news all the time, please. So he's obviously thought, yeah, OK, well, I'll just be a clown. Yeah. So... <laughs> He's, uh, he's classic, mate. He's, he's classic, i tell you what, though, uh, if they win the World Cup, mate, he'll be sitting there in a fur coat smoking a cigar, mate, with a big middle finger, won't he? Still oh, media. he'll have
2: Aldrin <laughs> John glasses, a medallion. It'll be magnificent. <laughs> I almost, this might be sacrilege, but I'd almost want them to win just to watch the winning press conference.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, there's been some classics over the years. Uh, mate, just quickly, how's the weather in the city of sales, mate? I'm heading down to the... The Mighty Wars game tonight?
2: Um, it's not bad at the moment. It's 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 chilly. Well, it's not chilly um, for the rest of the country. It's chilly for Auckland, which is probably quite tepid. But no rain so far today.
5: Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, yeah, there's been some classic coaches. Ricky Stewart, there's another one. His oh, yeah. latest press conference last weekend was was absolutely classic. He's a bit of a sick old rookie, but... um. I've just got a story, you know, when I was a young fellow, Dad used to take us to Carlow Park and um I had some uncles playing in Mungery East, and I remember when they were playing Odahur and uh, in those changing rooms and we were little kids playing, and we always used to at half time go and stand by the half by the sheds, and I remember Graham Lowe was coaching Oda and you could just hear him yelling and screaming and effing and blinding at these players, and we we used to just have a little chuckle to ourselves, you know It was with great memories there.
2: Yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some absolute rippers, isn't there? Absolute rippers.
5: Yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight, mate. Hopefully, it's a, a good dry track, you know. And um, I hear Jess Savunga's out, so it's not, not, not good news.
2: Oh, I hadn't heard that one myself, so that's a show. And I've just looked at the weather forecast. Actually, uh, no rain in the forecast at all, so you should be good as gold. Oh, good. Well, up the mighty
5: last, mighty two days, the boys. Bring it home tonight.
2: Good on you, champion. Thanks, Stephanie. See you, mate. There's Paul. He's heading down to up the Waz. Uh We go to Graham in Marlborough, formerly Northland. G'day, Graham, my old mate.
4: Hey, mate. Mate, well, I just told Captain Kay I didn't actually want to talk to you. I just wanted to talk to bloody Captain Kay because my lawyers are going to sue him for his netball commentary. And um, <laughs> But it's, we've got a bit of history, me and him, and it's bloody good fun. <laughs> but um, He can't tell me why the, how the tactics coach got another year's extension on her Netballing coaching, I can't understand that. When you have a roster like what she had, you can't even make the playoffs. Mm. Um, so my, just with Eddie Jones, like he's obviously a nut job. But why would you leave out Pete Samu if you're gonna if you're not going to um, take Michael Hooper? Like, I, if just, I, I don't I, know I how Pete understand. Samu didn't make it. Yeah, that's he doesn't deserve to win anything, does he? You know, like. Yeah, just, yeah, anyway, who cares, it's Australia. But, yeah, my, my coaching thing is, like, I'll, I'll probably, yeah, you know, and you probably don't want to hear this, but um, I coached my daughter's netball team for 10 years. from yep. about the age of seven through, through little teenagers. And then, then, basically, the team that I was coaching, they all got too good for me, and I didn't. And you couldn't swear. You know, you yeah. weren't allowed to swear anymore. They sort of <laughs> changed the rules a bit. A couple of years ago, you're not allowed to swear anymore, eh? But um, I used to. My warm up was basically they all listened to Millie Cyrus and Britney Spears, and and I used to bring along a uh, a radio thing, a tape deck thing with music on it. That shows you how old I am, Steph, um, and played, play this bloody music, and that that was our warm up. I'd have them all dancing, and this is on the freezing cold Saturday morning, May day, and then I, and one of the girls said, um, "Oh, what, what's what's you know what, what's your." F- song oh, Mr Roger what, what's your favourite band I said oh Rolling Stones or and all the, the, the girls said who and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought oh it's probably a good time to frigging stop coaching netball eh, when they don't even know who the hell the Rolling Stones are mate or, oh, I sulked for, no, for the rest of the season after that mate but yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but good good topic by the way but um Eddie Jones yeah who cares mate I hope if we play them in the semi I hope we kick their ass
2: Yes. Do all I can say. Yeah, I hope so. Have a
4: good weekend, everybody. Stay
2: safe. Cheers, Graham. You're a great man. There he is Graham, former tani, Fart man. I've written some names. There's some coaches' names down, and a couple of them have been mentioned. Um, Wayne Bennett, amazing interviews. Like dead, deadpan, completely deadpan. Wayne Bennett, uh, and and amongst the rugby league, Jeff Toovey. There's got to be an investigation. It's just one of the great lines. Uh, Desi Hasler. He used to throw the toys. Quite often as well. Um, David Kidwell, remember when he took over the Kiwis? And he said, I think the line was, we're putting the we back into Kiwi. W I. I thought that was funny. Um, John Mitchell. I say John Mitchell, you say journey. He was the first one that talked about a journey. Um, that's not a criticism, that's an observation. Um, What's his name, the the chosen one? Is it Mourinho? He's he's given some ripper interviews as well. And one of my favourite coaching stories, and I probably have told it on here before, um, because it is one of my favourites, was Graham Lowe with the Kiwis. Before they played the Australians, the Kangaroos, he had one-on-ones with all the players, and he brought them into his room and sat them down, and he and he'd say to this player, now... I'm just going to say to you the rest of the team has come to me and said they're worried about your defense you're slipping off in defense you're not contributing in defense so i want you to go out there and show them that you're a defensive weapon all right and the player goes righto righto he leaves next player comes in says exactly the same thing the team's worried about your defense but don't tell the rest of the team you just go and do it by example out he goes next guy comes in The rest of the team's worried about your defence. Don't say anything, just prove it out there with your defence. So he had 13 guys take the field and they all individually thought the rest of the team thought they were weak at defence and they absolutely destroyed the kangaroos defensively. And all these guys were making big tackles, one-on-one tackles, smashing the Aussies and they'd get up and they'd look at the rest of their teammates and nod at them as if to say, look, see, I can defend. But what all the other players thought was that guy saying to me, I can't tackle as well as him because the whole team said I can't defend. I absolutely loved that. So your coaching memories. There'll be some rippers, some coaching memories. 0800-150-811. We'll take a break. We'll come back after that. Attained you, uh, inspired you. You're coaching greats. You're coaching not so greats. 800 150 We go to Zage, the life member.
6: Uh, good afternoon. Obviously, uh, Eugene Barrowman.
2: What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said when I saw you on hold, I pushed my button to Captain K and I said Zade's online, Eugene Beerman. <laughs> no, that's good. Um,
6: can I say uh obviously uh looking forward to the fights this weekend, big um I'm I'm on the uh, Sugar, Sugar Sean um hype train actually. Are you? I think if he can get if he can let his hands go, I reckon um Sugar Sean by knockout's not a bad option if you can get him early and try and yeah try and knock him out. I reckon that's his best way to victory. But obviously, yeah, Sterling's obviously got the free of the ground game. And on oh, obviously you saw on on your coaching subjects, obviously coaches that lose their crap the most would be um Craig Bellamy or old <laughs> um Ricky old, Ricky Stewart from the Raiders. Yeah. I think he lost his um I think he lost it last week in the uh, defeat to the Storm. He wasn't happy at all about that one.
2: Oh, I didn't see that one. I might get Coach K or Captain K. Got coaches and captains. I might see he, if he can't can... not be
6: a football coach either, eh? They're all, all, always um, up and down, can't stop. <laughs> Twitchy is, you know what. Yeah. But um, you probably, what, Jose Marino would be, would be up there, maybe Alex Ferguson back in his the day. They're all they're all mad, man. you know, a bit of Pep Guardiola. As soon as they concede a few goals, mate, they, they you know, they run touches. Sometimes they get sent off. You never <laughs> know, eh? One. Well, Sometimes they don't um, handshake each other's hands. There was a bit of a um, thing between Kelsey and Tottenham last year. Yeah, yeah, football coaches, if you want to watch coaches um, that don't stop all game, it's definitely a soccer coach. They go they, mental.
2: They do. They do go crazy. Uh, just quickly before we go, Zade, how's your training going? I'm seeing you posting a few photos. You're pumping some tin at the gym. <laughs> yeah, good, thanks. Oh, you're just keeping it on the down low, eh? You're not going to, like you're preparing for anything or you're just staying fit?
6: <laughs> no, nah, just think
1: for
2: Oh, that a boy Zade That a boy. Um Warriors you, Warriors beat Manly. Go, yeah, I'm I'm going Go to Waz. Up the Waz oh, from Zaid. Good on you, champion. Zade He's a good man. Um good text from Chris saying, Hey Staffy we just hosted Eddie and the Wallabies up here in Nolumbi. Nolumbi, Northern Territory. And they're a great bunch and Eddie is a top bloke. He just mustn't be a big fan of the media, eh? Chris look, I've met Eddie Jones once, very, very briefly. I found him quite engaging and this is a performance. And I think a lot of people have seen through it. It is just a performance. Um I just find him entertaining, eh? I just really find him entertaining. Uh the one that uh Ian is sent through. Captain K, go and find him. You might not be old enough to remember him when he was coach. I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to spoil the surprise. Um, and Graham. Go the Mighty Tactics. Oh, that's a little private message to Captain K from Graham, formerly Northern in Marlborough.
0: Steph, I'll tell you what. I didn't actually see Zade's one that Ricky Stewart storming out of the uh, after the storm press conference, they released the full press conference. It's ninety seconds long. Uh, I've taken the third question for you, Steph, and just do it after uh, the news. Shall we do it after the we'll news? It, yeah, the the news state of Ricky Stewart. That's all I'll say. Okay. You know, we paint Eddie Jones as this
2: villain. Have Ricky a Stewart. To Ricky Stewart. All right, we'll have a few more coach clips for you. Uh, give us a yell, though, uh, some memorable coaching stuff. And um, Captain K, he's a whiz on the audio, and we'll play it out because, like the Ricky Stewart one, I hadn't heard it, so I'm looking forward to it. That'll be after Johnny Max news.
0: That's gold. Do you remember that, Captain K? Do you I remember? don't. Steph's got his hand out, thumb on, thumb on top. Yeah. Hand open, facing
2: upwards, other hand, fist with the thumb up, that's gold. So that was the footy show. Paul Harrigan had a had a segment called That's Gold. And people, when you when you're at a game or something like that and you're on TV, they used to pull this, that's gold and then the footy show would gather them all and play them out and then you had people climbing mountains, you had trapeze artists, you had snowboarders pulling a That's Gold and people would send them into the show. And they played this song as the intro to the segment, That's Gold. That's gold. So,
0: you found a little bit of audio. Which ones are you going to hit us with, uh, Captain Ken? Uh I'll start with Zade's one because it's still current. It was from last week. It was Ricky Stewart. Uh, if you do want to go watch this clip in full, it is only 90 seconds, so not that long. Uh, post the storm defeat, Ricky Stewart uh, posed a few questions he wasn't too happy about. But uh, this was the final question from that conference. Uh, it was announced uh, uh, that Jared Croke is finishing up. It was announced just a few hours ago, Ricky spoke about it. Um, was that emotional for the players when that did? And can you talk no. a little bit about his contribution?
5: No, I'll talk tomorrow about it. Sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to you, mate. Just, I ain't in the mood for talking, really. It's just that I'm here because I have to be... <coughs> We're
6: good.
0: And he just gets up and leaves. <laughs> just literally gets up and leaves. after uh, the, first, the first question he was asked was, Ricky, obviously uh, tough battle out there tonight. Uh, what, what was the message in the sheds post-game? Oh, not much. <laughs> That's it, you know? It's, it's, it's showing shades of, a, of an old Wayne Bennett, uh, if you will. Oh, I will take you back wines. to this one, though, Staff, The original uh, Ricky Stewart for me. This will always live in my heart.
5: You know, we're salmon kick, Tommy. You don't know. Want... And I've had history with that kid. I know that kid very well. He's, he was a weak, gutted dog as a kid, and he hasn't changed now. He's a weak, gutted dog person now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new there from Ricky, does it really? Gee, <laughs> 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 I look up, Ricky, uh, look up Ricky, not even Stuart, and the first result is always Ricky Stuart press conference. Oh, yeah. And didn't that
2: guy, the weak, gutted dog that he described as a weak gutter, he scored a try the following week and he barked <laughs> or
0: something? He barked. <laughs> Oh, wouldn't you just love it, though, as a player, mm. you know, getting to do it? There's another one, it's not a press conference, but Luis Suarez. After David Moyes had bashed him in a, in a press conference earlier in the week, he was at the Merseyside derby, that Luis Suarez was a professional diver, like the likes oh, right. of Neymar and what people do. So Luis Suarez scores in the opening minutes of the game, runs all the way to the Everton bench and dives in front of the bench. <laughs> It would motivate you, though. What it's great. It, you pa- know? It's, you, when the payback's better than what instigates it, I'm all about
2: that. Um, Ian did text in. It's going to be, I'm going to see if Captain K can find it. Remember Peter de Villiers, the South African coach. Uh, Ian says Peter de Villiers was on another planet. Always look forward to his press conference. How good would a Jones and de Villiers presser be? Um, de Villiers coached the Springboks 2011 World Cup here. And I was the same Ian, you used to tune in and the spin and it was almost like a mad scientist and they'd ask him a question and he'd give an answer that had nothing to do with it. He was hilarious, just hilarious. Um, But yeah, Jeff Toofy, there's got to be an investigation. It's amazing the little lines that that stick with coaches. So I'm keen to hear yours, Uh, memorable coaches. If you've got friends in Auckland that listen to the show, I think until about half past four, the antenna that broadcasts AM signals around Auckland is being repaired. So Aucklanders that usually listen to us on AM, you won't be listening to us now, um, but this is the time to download the SENZ app and they don't need antenna. It's the new age way to listen to radio is streaming. It is streaming. So the. I can see him feverishly on the laptop looking for um, audio clips of great coaches' quotes. So text them in, 8833, and we'll find them and play them. Find them and play. I've told him to find a Wayne Bennett because he's done some absolute rippers. When I say rippers, they'll ask him quite a big, long question, and he'll just go, Yep. And that's it. You've got to give me more than that, Wayne. Nah. <laughs> there's some absolute buttes. so give us a yelp on 0800 150 811 love to hear your coaching ideas uh, interesting one here another one I didn't know about and it's coming from Australia saying hey Staff Tomo here in Brisbane you have to play the Wayne Bennett interview with Fatty Vorton about Nathan Cleary a few weeks ago see I don't know if we saw that over here because I don't think we get the Fatty Vorton stuff over here so Tomo We'll go and search that. Um, Zayt says, I think there's a clip also of Wayne Bennett losing it last week, saying, am I to blame for the Dolphins loss? Uh, and another one saying, yeah, Peter de Villiers was fantastic. Have you got any ready for us, Captain K? What have
0: you got? I have found uh, a Peter de Villiers excellent clip. So uh, I'm going to hang on, Steph. Let me just confirm that it is that. Of, uh, my system's just gone down, and they've all renamed Sonny and Shear for whatever reason. So just give me two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to play a little preview. Uh, let me see if I, oh, I can see it. I can see it. All right, I have got it here, a little bit of context. Springboks came to New Zealand 2010, the mm-hmm. year before the Rugby World Cup. Uh, they did get tailed up in the end. Uh, he was Peter de Villiers, post-match.
6: I got my own um, observations about, about the last two tests um, and um, maybe I can't, I can't see it in public. Uh, but we do have a World Cup in, 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 in New Zealand next year. And uh, maybe it was the right thing for them to win the game so that they can attract more people
4: to, to the
0: games next year. Conspiracy theory there, Steph. The Springboks lost so that the All Blacks could get more fans at the Rugby World Cup <laughs> next year. And that was said by the head coach of the Springboks. What a guy. What a guy. Absolute talent. I'll, I'll load a few more up for you. I'll come down your ear yep. and tell you who we got. Because there's... Oh, Mate, there's about four hours of content in front of me on my laptop, so I'll chop them up, tell you who we got. Now, apparently at halftime, and I
2: didn't hear this one uh, in the weekend, I saw a reaction to it. And I was watching the game, um, the Manawatu-Taranaki game, and they were down by plenty at halftime with Manawatu. And they interviewed Hayden Triggs, who's a former um, two Locke played super rugby as well and he's the forwards coach and apparently his half time interview just told it as it was and people going great to see some honesty from the great man and because at half time I'd I don't know went out and washed the car or cooked something and I came back and, I, and it was gone so I, I never got to see it so you know I used to look forward to uh, post match interviews with I still think one of the best post match interviews in all blacks was Anton Oliver he was so he was he was a different kind of human and he would say stuff that you just weren't ready for not out of the All Blacks media playbook uh, Brad Webber's another one in the current crop that gives great post-match interviews as well really interesting stuff um, so yeah let us know who your ones are um, on 0800 150811 Captain K will go and find them he's ingesting them At the moment, is that what you're doing, Captain K? You are ingesting them at the moment. Or text them through if you can't get a hold of us, Double eight, double three. No calls. No calls. There must be some out there. Oh, the farming team's on here at the same time as us on Friday. So we've lost Auckland and Wellington, so the rest of you, the onus is on you. Onus is on you. We'll take our last break. We're going to take our last break, and we'll load you up with some fantastic coaching moments after that. We're struggling to find the Fatty Vorton um, Wayne Bennett one. I've, I think I've found the introduction to it. It's only seven seconds long. And he just said he found an old bloke wandering around. you hey, on, mate. And Wayne said, not too bad. But that's the only bit of the clip we had. So many people saying Peter de Villiers, forgotten about him. Um, he was gold. Uh, what else have we got here? Fatty Vorton. Another one about Fatty Vorton. It was hilarious. Oh, I wish I could find that one. Captain K, what have you found?
0: I have found uh, one that I do remember from ESPN back in the day, Dennis Green. used to be the coach oh, of yes. the, the Cardinals, mm. the Arizona Cardinals. Are they Arizona? I think they're. Yep. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So they are uh, preseason, season Major League. They played the Cubs. Unfortunately, had a loss, which was uh, unexpected. Here was uh, Dennis's response to the media.
1: You know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, they're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the
4: hook.
2: They do fire up the American coaches. They really do. And so do some of the players. I remember Michael Irving went in post match. Uh, press conferences uh, as a player um, there are a few that used to absolutely fire up but you've found
0: a football guy Kez that you know and I don't Neil Warnock, absolute cult hero of English football when I think of proper English football you think of Neil Warnock and uh, it wasn't so much as uh, post-match interviews because they didn't usually let him do it (laughs) but uh, he was known for being one of the only managers in world football who they'd mic up on the sideline during the game because he'd constantly tee off uh, I've found this little highlights package for you, Steffi. I can't believe I'm saying highlights for a, a manager going nuts on the sideline. So this
2: is during a game.
0: Uh, yeah, this is uh, uh, during games. Games. This is uh, what you'd find uh, on a Neil Warnock sideline in the Premier League in the Nantes. Get a chance,
1: Lionel. I know I'm shouting. You just try and show me that you're not biased all the time, will you? I know. kicked the f-ing ball out, man. What the? F-ing
5: damn it! Top of League Premiership. They all get the. F- decisions with f***ing like that, he should be flagging, shall I? go and warm up down there telling, he should be flagging for that, he's only 10 yards away from it, tackle, Hey, Joe, that made my day complaining about it. You hell, know, Joe, come on, it'd been your best you? When you see you tell it tomorrow, Lino, and you see it's a penalty, will you feel disappointed? Or will you think, oh, I just made a mistake? It's all right. You'll think that'll teach Warnock. What's hey, his surname, Henry? Because I've got to record it. What's his surname, man? Hutchinson. Hutchinson, thank you very much. I've never seen a like him. Oh, I've never seen a like it in my life.
2: <laughs> I'd imagine the last three or four years, if you mic'd up a Warriors coach, it was very much, I don't know what teams that young man, uh, middle-aged man, coached, but um, not getting the rubber rubber the green from the referees. I think that was the, uh, that was the one. Uh, the last one we'll play you. I mentioned it right at the top. Um, we're going to put the we in Kiwi. I think it was. I think that's right, but Kez has found David Kidwell.
0: And if you can have a little moment there, I'm going to be a little bit corny, but it's in our name, the Kiwis. You know, the key is the we That's what a true team is That's what a family is The key Is the
2: we Deep And he's the defensive coach for Argentina At this year's Rugby World Cup Should we find out what's making news?
0: We should Why not?
2: Ladies and gentlemen I've, I've just been handed
4: been an, an urgent And horrifying, horrifying news story. story And I need all of you
0: to, to stop,
4: stop what, what
0: you're, you're doing and, and listen. listen. What's making news around the world? Da, da, da. What oh, else? Oh, been a wee while since I've heard that stinger. Oh, it feels good to be back with you, Steffi, and uh, just know I've got a good fact ready for you, good. as I always do. Save it. As I always do. Hey, I saw this um, a bit of a stat this morning. It hmm. was the top five viewed sporting events of all time. So, for example, uh, this isn't on the list, but 2011 Rugby World Cup, 2 billion people, alright? So this is the top five. I want you, I'm going to give you uh, the year, Mm. and I want you to give me the event, alright? Okay. top five all time. This is all time sporting events. Right. In number five, with 2.1 billion viewers, this took place in 2006.
2: (sighs) Is that a football World Cup year? I don't know. It's not an Olympic year.
0: Super Bowl. You're on track, Steph. It was the winter Olympics. Oh. In 2006, drew in 2.1 billion people. Wow. Coming in at number 4 with 2.2 billion. 2019. 2019? That's not long ago. Super Bowl. Think about where were the viewers... Where's, where's a, a mass viewing? I've just got Super Bowl. Uh, can we go... The Masters. No, you can't, because it's the 2019 Cricket World Cup. Oh! Here we go. 2.2 billion. I'll tell you what. We running out of time, so I'll give you the. I'll give you the last three, Steph. Coming in at number three. This one was a bit dodgy, because it said every year. So I'm not sure uh, how accurate that one is. But 3.5 billion, Tour de France. Yes. I couldn't believe that, Steph. I, well, I know you've well, told me how big it days. is, yeah, but yeah, three point five billion. Couldn't believe that. In uh, number two, this one got me as a surprise. Two thousand sixteen, the Summer Olympics, three point six billion. Well, uh, a lot of them came uh, when Usain was. It was that one of Usain's last. I think it was his last uh, gold. So there we go. And in uh, number one, the two thousand and twenty-two FIFA World Cup drew five point four billion eyes. Now keep that number, five five billion, in your head for later on. Staffy, uh, uh, do you remember, uh, I like stories about great people, Mm. right? And we had the greatest uh, academic prospect in history. We've now got the greatest man in history. I'm going to sum this up uh, as quickly as I can for you. The man's name is Johnny Kim. I've nicknamed him the goat. Mm -hmm. So Johnny Kim, uh, 39 years old at the minute, he uh, started as a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. staff, uh, he joined the Navy uh, after uh, he had a bit going on in his childhood not not quite sure where he fit in, he had all these skills that uh, he wasn't quite sure where to employ them because he couldn't just uh, pick up any job in the world, he was an extraordinaire so he started with the Navy SEALs All right, after 100 combat missions leading them, he went off, he got his MD in 2016, he became a doctor in 2016 after serving, in 2017 so only one year after being a doctor his, uh, his higher up said mate you really got to go and apply for NASA so now, he's uh, now qualified, he's the third-ever Navy SEAL to become a NASA astronaut, first-ever to be a doctor as well. He and 17 other astronauts are training for a moon landing scheduled to happen in 2024. So, Johnny Kim, hats, hats off to you, my goat. dear friend. Goat. The GOAT. Now, do you want a quick little stat, Quick. quick f- fact? Quick fact. Five billion, right? I gave you that number before. There are almost five billion internet users in the world. All the electricity powering the internet in the world Ways an apricot there you go that's my what's making news that's my fact how crazy is that let that ponder
2: <laughs> apricots
1: here's the news